News Talk Radio, CJAD 800 gives you Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner. Hello everybody, Cheryl Besner, your IDCA Certified Relationship Coach and Matchmaker in association with Intermezzo Matchmaking, here to get you tonight up to date on your dating relationship needs. Tonight's show is going to be the three steps to ending your dating frustrations forever, and I'm going to be joined by another professional dating consultant, Alexis Meads, right from Portland. But first, as always, I want to help you with your dating questions, your dating needs, and I'm going to go right into the inbox and pull out this from Analia. Dear Cheryl, my boyfriend moved in with me about a year ago after two years of dating. We are both Concordia students in our third and last year. He is loving, courteous, generous, and my family and friends just love him. He has even been dropping the hint about maybe there being something special under the Christmas tree this year, which I think might be the ring. He does have one big fault, however, and that is he is a slob. He always leaves his clothes on the floor when he uses the bathroom. The towels are on the floor, and then he shaves. There is hair everywhere around the sink. Yeah, I know a lot of women go through that, by the way. He never does laundry, the dishes, or housekeeping for that matter. I told him that a couple times he needs to share everything, including the chores. But he said that his Italian mother did everything for him growing up, and until he moved in with me... That's the way it's been, and it's hard to break the girls-do-the-house stuff habit. This is a deal-breaker for me, and I need to tell him before Christmas, I won't marry a man who cannot be bothered to clean up after himself. Suggestions? So, here's the thing about deal-breakers, because you're saying it's a deal-breaker. Sometimes deal-breakers have to be revisited. Now, I understand if this is something that is going to constantly come up. And that's where the other important thing here comes in. Communication. Now, I know you've talked to him about it, but I think it's really a matter of him not just knowing that you want to talk about it, but it really deeply affects you in certain ways. And for you, this is an important aspect of sharing life. And yes, we all grow up with our traditions and we all have things that were done for us as we were growing up. But sometimes we also have to grow up and realize what the other person needs. And maybe if you address it that way with him, your deal breaker will become broken. Again, it's about your communication. And you know what, there are so many aspects of a relationship that sometimes you have to make choices. So are you willing to live with that slob? Well, maybe you're not, but maybe you can find happy ways in which to do it. That's why even some people these days have two bathrooms, one for his and one for hers, just to alleviate these problems. These are things you can deal with. It's all through your communication. So don't say no to the ring. Say no to the slob and help him get there. You know what? Men love to please. And if he's willing to propose and you think that's what's going to happen... He's going to take it to heart because you're part of his heart. Now, when it comes to dating news, you know, we've talked about um, earlier this season about the cuffing season, and we're actually right in it. But there's a new thing in town. Yeah, there is the seasonal dating disorder, SDD. We have HDD. Now we have SDD. And it comes about a little differently than cuffing season. Cuffing season triggers us to think about having a relationship, to wanting to move forward. 
this this other one, this seasonal dating disorder, is more about having something now and knowing that it is an ailment, you're going to want to treat it with drugs, and then it's going to go away. So a lot of people are looking at this SDD right now because Christmas is coming, New Year's is coming. So they want a person for the winter or for these holidays, or sometimes it's, you know, summer travels, but it is short-lived and they know that going in. And there was an article written in AskMen.com where a young woman, Samantha Moore, she's 24, she actually told The Sun, um, another newspaper, that she finds a mate every winter around this time because in hot weather, she goes out drinking and has a lot of fun. But when it comes to the winter, well, she does want somebody on her arm to go to that Christmas dinner and that New Year's. So for her, it's not about getting cuffed for life. It's about seasonal dating. What do you think? Is it a disorder or is it just fear of missing out and wanting what you want when you want it? And it seems that a lot of the people that were in this article on AskMen.com, they were all 25s and 30. So is it a generational thing? I don't know. What do you think? Why don't you tell me? You can always reach out 844-744-SOLO. That is my 24-hour hotline, and that's where you can always get up to date on any of your dating needs. I'll always answer you. Now, tonight's show, the three steps to ending your dating frustrations forever. Can it be done? Well, I think so. We're going to talk about it here on CJD 800 right now with Alexis Meads. She is a professional dating coach from Portland, and um, she also has a a great event coming up this month that uh, we're going to talk to you about. But for now, let's bring Alexis onto the show and start talking about these three steps that we both agree are the first ones to ending your frustrations with your relationship world. Alexis, welcome to Solo in the City. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be on today. Well, I'm excited to have you here. And I want to get people right away up to date, first of all, on you and how you got into the professional dating world as a consultant. Great. So I've been doing this work for um, about five years now, coming up on five years. And like so many of us, it's a bit of a roundabout story. I did not... um, initially think that this was going to be the work that I was doing, but I found that I was so drawn to this work for myself for a long time throughout my 20s and really struggled in this area, actually, really struggled with relationships, really struggled with dating. And there was a few key pieces that I had to do for myself before I met my husband. And then I started doing this work with others and I was working with women around self-love and I kept seeing these same themes that I was attracting these clients who were struggling with those same things, that that inner confidence and self-love wasn't there, but it was manifesting within their relationships or within dating. So that's sort of how I, um, my metamorphosis, if you will, into this work. And, we all um, metamorphose. It's that butterfly that just comes out. After we cocoon, we become that butterfly. Exactly, you, you know, exactly. It's, and I think we often, you know, are drawn towards things that we've struggled with in our own lives. So I've studied it. I've taught about it. I have so much passion. Well, it's interesting because a lot of a lot of people talk about the fact that some of the best 
coaches and therapists are the wounded warriors, you know, the ones that have had things happen in their life. And, you know, we can learn about certain things in books. I know that when I when I certified as a coach, I learned a lot. But what really resonates with me and the lessons and what I'm able to to connect with, with the people, the, the clients that I work with, is because I've experienced it. You know, I've experienced right. divorce. I've experienced heartbreak. I've experienced, you know, loss of, of very close family members, brothers, fathers in a very short period of time. And when you realize that you can get through these things and you learn how to do it, you can do it again and again and again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And and often I don't know if you find that, but with um, my clients, and especially you know, I work predominantly with women, not solely with women, when it comes to coaching and and the retreats that I'm going to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, they identify with me because they know I can identify with them. We might be in mm-hmm. different right. social economic backgrounds. We might have different heritage and traditions, but we've experienced the same type of adventures, the same type of life. And that helps right. us to connect. So we're going right, to absolutely. we're going to share with you coming up the three steps to ending your dating frustrations forever. Stay tuned for more relationship talk as we get you up to date on just that, your dating frustrations. And later on, meet Intermezzo's Bachelorette of the Week and see if she could be your match here on CJD 800. This is Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Cheryl here, getting you up to date on all your relationship needs in association with Intermezzo Matchmaking. This show is all about your relating, dating, and mating needs. And it's not just for singles anymore. So if you need any coaching, I'm here for you 24-7, 844-744-SOLO. And I always try and get back to you within 24 hours for any of your dating questions. Joining me tonight as we talk about the three steps to ending your dating frustrations forever is Alexis Meads from Portland, Oregon. She is a professional dating consultant. Okay, Alexis, we're uh, ready to go. We were talking before about how you got into this. And for anybody who missed it, you can mm-hmm. listen to this on SoundCloud, by the way, during the week. But, you know, you you were going to actually expand on on an interview that just happened recently that you gave, right? Yes. So tell yeah. us about that interview and, and your thought process there. Yeah. So, you know, asking me how I got here and being able to relate to our clients because we've been through those same experiences ourselves. Yes, we have. Um, recently, yep. <laughs> I was asked the question, what advice would I give myself 10 years ago? And I used to write a lot of articles about this, like advice to your 10-year younger self. And looking back on it now, I realized that I wouldn't give any advice to myself 10 years ago because I now know that everything that I've experienced has brought me to where I am today. And I'm happy with who I am and where I am today. And, you know, had I married my first boyfriend right out of college, we got married 12 years ago or so, maybe I would have been happy and maybe I wouldn't be. But I know that I wouldn't have experienced heartbreak. I wouldn't have gone through dating. I wouldn't have um, looked at the self-love kind of issues and challenges I had within myself and learned how to heal those. So I never would be able to be here 
doing the work that I do today with my clients because I wouldn't be able to relate to the challenges that they're going through. Well, it's very interesting. And, you know, in, in what we're going to talk about now, the three steps to ending your dating frustrations forever, what you're talking about is baggage, with which is step number two. So I don't want to go ahead to mm-hmm. that because I, I do think that you, you just hit something very important. And it's something that I talk about all the time and talk through with my clients is that everything that we've experienced teaches us something and we can look at it as something that we regret but if you change it and change that mindset which is number one um, in -hmm. the three steps you change that mindset and it becomes something positive it becomes a lesson learned and not something we regret so first step into ending your dating frustrations forever limiting beliefs and mm-hmm. you know the mindset and alignment and how they have to come together so i'm going to let you you know talk about limiting beliefs where where it comes sure. from sure So when I talk about limiting beliefs, it's a belief that we have, a thought that we've thought so many times, often they come from our childhood, but not always. It can just be something that we've heard over and over again, and or that we've seen, we've seen evidence of, so then we start to take that evidence as truth. Or or a recent mm -hmm. experience that has hit home. Mm -hmm. Right. And as we form these beliefs, we start to have certain feelings associated with them. And from these feelings, we're going to take certain actions that are going to bring about a result. So one um, really kind of practical way to look at it, I use an example. I have a client. um, She lives in Denver, and she talks about how the city is full of men that she terms Peter Pan, like men that don't want to grow up. They move there to kind of stay in forever, don't want to be in a committed relationship. Um, And that's become her, her belief, her limiting belief, if you will. And when I first moved to Portland, Oregon, I'm not from here originally, so when I moved here, I now know that a lot of single women here have that same belief. They call mm-hmm. the men here Peter Pans, if you will. Right. But I am so fortunate that I had met my husband only within a few months of moving here before I ever heard that term. Well, it's interesting, I you know, believe- that Peter Pan, <laughs> that Peter Pan, Alexis, he flies everywhere. He's in every city. Yeah, <laughs> every absolutely. city, the women all think that they're all Peter Pans. So continue. Right. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. They're in every city. And, you know, maybe there's some truth to it here more than others. There's a lot of skiing here and breweries and things like that. But I'm, I'm fortunate that I didn't have that as my experience. Had I met girlfriends first and started to hear that, I'm sure I would have taken that on as a dating belief here and maybe never have even met my husband. Mm-hmm. But because I was so open to the new possibilities and experiences and had such an excited, positive feeling around that, around this city, I met my husband within a, a few short months. So that's just an example of how these beliefs can get kind of lodged and stuck. And then we collect evidence of it. It's like everywhere we see is a Peter Pan man, right? right. Or if you get a new car, everywhere you see is a red Ford. Well, because it- it's... Yeah. Well, it's, it's, you know, when you talk about our beliefs, our beliefs then mm-hmm. are put into action. So if we believe there's no good men out there, we stay home because why go out? Exactly. So exactly. the belief becomes action and the action stops results. So it right. is that mindset that, you know, it starts from. And I know a lot of people will say, I, I'm sure you've had it with your clients. I've had it often. Um, women will say, well, or men, what's wrong with me? 
And mm-hmm. they have to know there's nothing wrong with them, but there might be things that they're doing that put up those roadblocks. So how can you have a different result if your mindset is not in line with where you want to be? You have to, you have to align your mindset to the result you right. actually want, right? Right, right, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, you have to align your mindset to the results you want because you will continue getting the same results if you don't change that initial belief first. And you can challenge those. You know, often what we'll do when we start this negative spiraling thinking is we'll use what if questions in our head. Like, what if I never get married? What if there is something wrong with me? What if this never works out? Right? Those become beliefs. And what we often don't see is that we can flip those around and make them equally as true. Right. What if it's all working out perfectly? What if it's all happening in due time? Right? Those are all equally true. The other but we have to challenge them. The other the other word that is often used that I work with to eliminate completely is the word try. You're not going to try to go out there. You're not going to try and meet some new people. You're not going to try to change your activities. You are going to do. You know, it's like the Nike commercial, right? Mm -hmm. Just do it. It's the same thing. Just do it. And you have to change the mindset because the minute, you know, uh, you meet people out there and I'll say to people I haven't seen in a couple years in in some kind of social situation, I'll say, so how's the love life? And ah, the same, you know, there's no good women out there. There's no good men out there. Everybody's after the same thing. Nobody wants to commit. Well, no, you have to change your, your, your words, not just your inner attitude you actually have to start talk you know they say talk the talk talk the talk Mm -hmm. to walk the walk Mm -hmm. right yeah so it's it's not just mindset you have to take that mindset as Mm -hmm. we talked about put it into action to change how what, what we really believe you know that limiting belief has to become what we believe in that's the big trick here Exactly. So exactly. There, there, there's Absolutely. one of the things I want, want you to do right now is if you want to say, for instance, you know, I'm going to try tomorrow to go to a new place to have brunch by myself, I want you to change it. I want you to say, tomorrow I'm stepping out and I am going to take myself to lunch and I'm going to have a great time and I'm probably going to mm-hmm. meet one or two people wherever I choose to hang my hat and uh, order something good to eat. That's what I want you to say. Mm -hmm. And that's what I want you to do. Good advice? What do you think? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And make it easy for yourself. I had to giggle, you know, kind of laugh there when you said just do it because my husband has worked for Nike his whole career. I'm wearing my Nikes. You know, there's a reason (laughs) they say just do it because otherwise we come up with a million excuses. So, that action step is, is brilliant and make it easy for yourself. Lay out the clothes maybe the night before. Have some cash in your purse to go out. Whatever you need to do to just do it. And, and if get you're over those hurdles. And while you're sitting there listening, pull out your computer. Check out what's a new place near you that you can go to within walking distance. Again, don't make it complicated. And uh, book yourself a reservation if you need a reservation, or just put it in your Google Maps so you know how to get there directly. Right now, I also want you to take the time to sign up to my free database at CherylBesner.com and get 15 minutes free coaching if you want. Also, you can make an appointment for matchmaking. Give us a call at Intermezzo, 
514-312-7150. Get more relationship and conversation and advice coming up right here for you to get you up to date tonight. Three steps to ending your dating frustrations forever on CJAD 800. Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. I'm Cheryl Besner, your IDCA Certified Love Coach in association with Intermezzo Matchmaking. And together, we're taking care of all your relationship needs. And tonight, we're getting you up to date as we discuss the three steps you really need to take to end your dating frustrations forever. And I'm being joined once again by Alexis Meads from Portland. She is a professional dating consultant that I've had the opportunity to talk with and meet. And uh, today we're sharing some information with you. So Alexis, let's continue on, all right? All right, great. So we talked about the first step, which was eliminating your limited beliefs and alignment mm-hmm. and mindset. Number two, uh, getting back a little bit to what we even talked about at the beginning of the show, and you mentioned baggage. Now, I don't mm-hmm. like to talk about baggage. Uh, I like to talk about history because to me, baggage is something like mm-hmm. really heavy that you drag around. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in this day and age, we have most of our suitcases on rollers. So let's get rid of the baggage, uh, kind of yeah. like the airlines do. You know, they're always losing our bags, right, when we travel? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so let's lose some of this baggage. So let's talk about checking the baggage at the door. So yeah, how do you advise your clients to go about doing that? Right, right. So when I talk about baggage, exactly like you, there's such a derogatory um, kind of feeling that comes up with that, right? And it's only really baggage when we allow it to hold us back in some way or allow it to continue creating struggle for us and challenges, especially when it comes to getting back out there in the dating world. So like you said, instead, you can really look at this like your history that has been enriching for you, has taught you lessons in life or in love, and that is paving the path to um, be even more expansive in the future when it comes to relationships. So when my clients come to me, they often have, you know, at different stages of past relationships that they've had, whether they've had their heart broken recently or got out of a long-term relationship a couple years ago or whatever it might be, it's okay to grieve that relationship. It's necessary, right? And Oh, it's, it's a part of the steps in, in yeah. grief is... You know, or in healing is processing the grief, processing the anger. Right? I mean, th- this is all part of healing. Right, exactly, exactly. It's all part of healing and it's so necessary. And that's why it's really helpful to work with someone, to work through these emotions. But you have to be at different stages. If you're still fa- feeling that grief from a past relationship five years later and it's still holding you back from even getting out there and dating, that's where it's so helpful to have someone to help you process this and move forward because mm-hmm. we only have so much energy to expend throughout a day. And if all your energy is still going towards the past, towards that one that got away or one that broke your heart or cheated on you maybe, or your own regrets, then you're not opening yourself up to the new energy of meeting someone and going into a dating experience light and open and excited about new possibilities that might look nothing like your past relationship history. 
So it's really about transforming our past relationships into the positive. You know, I, I often talked about, for instance, my own history and mm-hmm. everything in my home when I was married was always perfect. And, and that was from the, the past of, for instance, let's say my ex-husband who liked things very orderly and, and you know, we puffed the pillows a certain way so that they would look mm-hmm. beautiful. But you know what? Afterwards, it wasn't like, okay, you know, I'm I'm so frustrated. I, I think there was an, even a movie with Julia Roberts where she was married to some complete control freak. And if the towels were out of line, he would like beat her up. Okay, so that's an extreme. But what happens is you can take that and you can take what might have been stressful. For instance, always making sure that the house was really well kept and in order and the books you know, well placed. A lot of a lot of people I talk to feel that that was part of their history and and struggles in in being a stressful, controlling relationship, and instead channeled it into something great. So, for instance, again going back to myself, having this home that was always perfect. When I got got into the event business and put up huge events for for people. 400 people in a ballroom, I could walk into that ballroom and find the one glass out of place in a heartbeat because I was so, uh, so in, in used to, so used to being able to identify what was not right within a space and correct it. Mm. So it it was Mm -hmm. a positive. I don't focus on, you know, the stress level that it, it had a toll on me. I look at the positive aspect that came out of this experience for myself. That's just one example, for instance, that people can can look at when looking at the negative or the things that challenge them within a relationship. What do you have to say about that? Right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You have to, you can rewrite your own story depending on how you want to look at it exactly like you did. Right. And that's what forms our beliefs as well. Going back to step number one, um, is what meaning you're going to give to that experience. Right. And we all, you know, most of us at this point, unless you married your high school sweetheart, and if you did, that's wonderful. But many of us have been through relationships, have been through heartbreak. Um, and it's the meaning that you're going to choose to give it that's going to create the next experience in a relationship that you're going to have. So, you know, I love your example of that story because we have to be really careful of that meaning because, our human brains often will go to the negative and we'll analyze and we'll pick things apart and we'll worry that it's going to happen again. It's crazy. And we we yeah. do go to the negative first, right? Yeah. It's crazy. We do. So we let's do. go to number yeah. three because I want to I wanna mm-hmm. really touch on this a little bit because it's sure. the third step. Where to meet the eligible men and women? Where do people go to, to find the one? What do you advise? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... The reason that I brought this step in is that I hear a lot of complaints about online dating and it's one way to do it, right? And it can be a very effective way to go, but it's not the only way. And so many of us now default onto just apps and online dating to some frustration often. Um, Well, that's why people like myself and Intermezzo Mm -hmm. exist. (laughs) A lot of people are going back actually to the one-on-one matchmakers. And by the way, Mm-hmm. Interesting enough for matchmakers, especially um, with within this company, Intermezzo, the ratio of 25 to 
35-year-olds has grown to almost 25% of the business. People are are tired of being online. And these young professionals are saying, help me. I really want to meet somebody. I want to get married. I want to have children. So they're going back to the old-fashioned values and letting us help them do that. So go on. So you were saying about online. I think that's great. Yep. Yeah, I think that's absolutely wonderful. Because I think what's happening with online, especially these newer kind of swipe apps like a Bumble or a Tinder, is that they're taking us away from some of those traditional dating values that behind the scenes, I'm hearing from both men and women, they're wanting. You know, they're missing and they're wanting some of those traditional values. So going back to your point of where to meet, um, where to go out and meet people, I'd like for you to think about what your interests are. And if you want to meet a guy, for example, who is really adventurous, outdoorsy, or maybe likes to travel, because those are the kinds of things that you like to do, then you have to put yourself in some of those spaces or those situations that, is, that you might be hanging out. That's it. And and that's what people don't realize is mm-hmm. you have to go where the person you want to meet who shares your values is going to go. Alexis, I want to thank you mm-hmm. so much for sharing these three points with us. Uh, for anybody who wants to get in touch with you, they can get to you on your website, right? You want to give them the information, mm-hmm. please? Yes, absolutely. So you can head to alexismeads.com, my first and last name.com. You can get all the information. Um, you can sign up for this free training series here. We'll I'll expand on these three tips a little bit more. And it's been a pleasure. It has been a pleasure. And you also have an event coming up that people can find out about on your site. Yeah. Go to her site and find out about this event. There's going to be a lot of things for you to help you with your love life. Now, Coming up also, Intermetro's Bachelorette of the Week. And maybe, just maybe, you can be the one to be matched with, Denise, for free. I will get you up to date on how to do just that next, here on CJDA Time. You're listening to Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Date in association with Intermezzo Matchmaking on the show all about your relationship needs and desires. Don't forget, for any certified coaching and matchmaking needs, you can always reach us at several different locations, whether it's on the web or by phone. You can also follow me on Cheryl Besner Facebook, like that page, or call me on my love line, 844-744-SOLO. Within 24 hours, I'll get back to you seven days a week. Also remember, for all your beauty needs under one roof, go to Annie Young Cosmetics with friendly, elegant service done with style. And if you see me at Annie Young Boutique getting my hair or nails done, come introduce yourself and let's talk about your love life. And by the way, this is not just for women. Guys, you can come down and meet us too. Now, the Bachelorette of the Week. Her name is Denise. Now, if you are a single male, 35 to 45, if you're 5'9 or up, if you're athletic, you don't have to have kids, but you got to have to want kids because this woman absolutely wants to. And she loves a healthy and active lifestyle. Denise, well, she is 39 years old. She is a gorgeous really gorgeous brunette. I'm looking at her. She's just spectacular. She's 5'6". Denise loves running. She loves yoga, surfing, 
She's very creative. Denise loves sporty activities. She's got a generous, caring, and brilliant mind. She's a physician. And what's most important to her, because we always talk about lifestyles, values, and goals, her lifestyle is about family, health, kindness, being generous. And her goal is to get married and have a family. So again, gentlemen, 35 to 45, if you think that you might be the right match for Denise, I'd like you to submit a recent photo and a short bio to dating at intermezzomontreal.com. If you are the right match for Denise, that is her pseudonym, by the way, if you are the right match for her, your match with Denise is free. All right. So next week, by the way, we will have a Bachelor of the Week from Intermezzo. Right away now, I would like to bring to you my next guest. Her name is Corinne Hazan. I managed to meet her through different connections in the business arena. And uh, Corinne is an interior designer and just wrote a book. The name of the book? Stop. Love is no poker game. Welcome to the show, Corinne. Hi, Cheryl. So, Corinne, I mean, this book, I, I have to tell you right away, um, it was such a, an easy read, a lovely read, and I'm using the word lovely for a reason, because it is done in, in segments, and it's kind of like chicken soup for the soul, right? The, these little easy bites, but they're all beautiful, romantic, touching, heartwarming, sexy antidotes. Mm. Antidotes about life. Yeah, it's all about life. Now, is, is this roughly based on your life? Of course, there is some influences, obviously. Um, yeah, <laughs> some, there is a lot of influences, but there is also other peoples around me that they, they were so close to me that I could understand also what they went through. And I wanted to put it out there because I want to go and reach as many people as possible that they can see themselves and maybe reflect and and from that reflection get something really positive for going forward right well and it's interesting because what i was talking about with my earlier guest alexis meads um about the three steps to moving forward and our coaching practices because we each have a coaching practice one of the reasons that people identify and and like working with me is they know that i've had these experiences i'm not i'm not fresh out of high school or not high school but college and and have a college degree I have a life degree you know I've I've experienced the things that most of my clients are coming to me with so this book is based on your experiences and you've been married more than once right yes and uh, for the longest time it was like I, I didn't want to say it I've been married four times and I've been divorced four times but today like you were saying on the show earlier this is really what brought me to write that book, I'm sure I would have never been able to think about writing about that subject if I had not had all those marriages and divorces. You have actually a quote in here um, in the middle of the book. It's from Anthony Robbins, and it says, I believe life is constantly testing us for our level of commitment, and life's greatest rewards are reserved for those who demonstrate a never-ending commitment to act until they achieve. This level of resolve can move mountains, but it must be constant and consistent. As simplistic as it may sound, it is still common denominator separating those who live their life 
their dreams for those who live their regrets. And again, that's part of tonight's show, which was limiting beliefs and, and taking all the things that we learn in life as pushing us forward of right. our lessons that help us achieve our dreams, right? Right. So right. It's, it's, I love the fact that you put this quote in. Now, um, so you have an event coming up on Monday night. Yes. Uh, in Montreal. Yes. Okay, so let, let's tell people a little bit about it. It's taking place at a, at a beautiful restaurant, a, a recently opened restaurant right. that, uh, that I've actually managed to uh, visit. License, uh, License 4. Voilà, right? yes. Yes. L on Notre Dame. On Notre Dame. It's a lovely place. It's a very welcoming place. It has a French twist to it. It's a bistro. And of course, with this accent, with this accent, you, uh, you can see that that's where I come from. And um, it's a gathering, networking, because there will be a lot of business people and, of course, book signing. Well, come on down and uh, meet Corinne. Uh, thank you for joining us, Corinne. I'll look forward to Monday night, the author of Stop, Love is No Poker Game. Next week, The Dish on Dating, we have the author of Sectionary, Timothy Smith, joining us. Thanks to you for listening and to Ramona, Era, and Matt for producing this fantastic show. Remember to like us on Facebook, sign up for the database, and um, contact us at Intermezzo Matchmaking if you want to make that connection. Together, we are working in the name of love to help you have your love life become your love life. This week, as always, keep it simply social because we all know it's all about the kiss. Good night, everybody. See you next week.